0: Hello and welcome to Social Media Weekly episode 22nd July 2020. Social Media Weekly is brought to you by Virtual Palace Marketing, rehumanizing your marketing experience. My name is Sean. This week's news, Facebook ready to take on YouTube. High-profile Twitter accounts hacked. TikTok under Pakistan spotlight. Snapchat global growth healthy. And LinkedIn slashes 6% of employees. Back to the stories facebook ready to take on youtube late last year we reported that facebook's reported on facebook's intent intention to compete with youtube as a platform where people can find music videos by artists Uh, this is actually what youtube has been doing for the whole time and this is what youtube was known for from the very beginning which is a place where we can like you know back in the early 2000s when everybody used to listen to music videos on mtv and Channel V, uh, YouTube become, became the online platform where people can listen to music video and discover new music videos. Uh, now Facebook is trying to get into the into it and they are ready to launch its, their service beginning in the US. All artists need to do is toggle a switch that allows Facebook to add the artist's music videos into their pages and kind of like converts their, their pages into a artist or music video version of pages um youtube has been a prominent source of official videos since its existence and has been largely uncontested i mean uh vimeo is one but i mean yeah who, who the hell knows what vimeo is um anyway facebook is about to change that which is good for us because competition is always good The Google company claimed that as of 2017, over 1 billion music fans came to its site to connect with music from over 2 billion artists. As of 2019, payout to the music industry has been reported to reach $3 billion. So everything is just billions, right? User billions, contributor billions, payout billions. It's a big potential for Facebook. Uh, YouTube tried turning itself into a social media platform before but kind of failed uh perhaps facebook has a better luck at it i mean um from the outset it seemed as if facebook is quite poised to become a good social media um music social media slash uh music video platform where people can watch music video and then comment about it share it to other people where youtube kind of fall flat in this commenting and sharing part because you can comment to everyone else in public but in social media, we kind of want to socialize with our friends more than with strangers and face and YouTube can't do that. Facebook will be able to do that better. They have figured out how to do that very well and to be able to share it to friends as well and probably even have watch parties with friends which is something that Facebook is known to be able to do. So, there is no downside from Facebook on this end. Um, the only issue I would think it will be the payout side. If the artists feel that they are not getting um, an equal or equitable payout, then they perhaps might stick to YouTube. But yeah, look out, YouTube. You have a big competitor ahead of you. High profile Twitter accounts hacked. Just last week, a number of high profile accounts belonging to, um, including those belonging to Barack Obama, Elon Musk, uh, Jeff Bezos, Apple, and others were hacked. They automatically posted tweets directing followers to a certain number of Bitcoin to a blockchain address. Uh, Yeah, this is bad for the high-profile accounts, but it's kind of good as well. I think there were a total of 150 accounts that were hacked. So imagine if you consider yourself a high-profile person or a company, and if your account did not get hacked, that kind of feels a bit formal, right? But yeah, moving on. While Twitter did not reveal much, experts say well, initially did not reveal much. Experts say that the hackers did not access passwords. It also it is also unclear if DMs were accessed as well. There is a possibility that it could be a global announcement, uh, global announcement level hack that was breached from Twitter's level, kind of like God mode that allowed Twitter to tweet as anyone. So um, this incident also raised criticisms of Twitter's failure to implement end-to-end encrypted DMs because then whoever who goes in there may be able to check out the DMs. And if the DMs are a bit private, then you know that kind of sucks for Twitter and the people whose accounts get hacked. There is an update um, by social media today, which, which I picked up later on, which says that Twitter believe attackers targeted certain Twitter employees through a social engineering scheme, they manipulated their employees and used their credentials to access the system and bypass two-factor protection. So this is not this is not a system. This is not a problem with the system or security. This is a problem with the people. Uh, it began with a hacker by the name of Kirk recruiting Twitter employees to help them sell single-letter handles like at A or at B or at C. Uh, because this is apparently quite it's a big thing in the gaming industry now and everybody wants it so it's big market huge demand people want to buy it so the hacker got in touch with a bunch of um, twitter employees maybe they say you know what if i sell one you get x amount of card and something like that so there is site there is potential for site income and then they got greedy and wanted to take control of celebrity accounts as of friday's report around three hundred thousand worth of bitcoin were sent to the listed address Uh, right after the fbi got involved um, kirk just went completely missing and right now they're still getting to the bottom of it and it seems now it's a people problem rather than a systemic problem tiktok under pakistan spotlight tiktok cannot catch a break (laughs) it's like one social media platform after another right few years ago, we talked about Facebook, you know, has, uh, like just completely being dismantled by governments. Now, TikTok is the one being dismantled by governments. The most popular social media app has pissed off yet another country. The Pakistan government gave TikTok a final warning over immoral, obscene, and vulgar content on the apps. In a statement by TikTok, the spokesperson said they deploy a combination of technologies and moderation strategies to detect and review problematic content that violate terms of use. They also ensure the Pakistan Telecommunications Authority that their commitment to further strengthen and ensure the safety of their users. I don't understand what is the issue here because TikTok is supposed to have one global terms and conditions that work with everybody. And they should have one system that controls what kind of content goes into the platform and whether or not they are considered immoral, obscene, or vulgar, especially for the youth. Uh, And if, if we don't get to see it here, chances are Pakistan don't get to see it as well, unless it is filtered according to the countries and regions, and we don't see what they see, and they don't see what we see. So that becomes a bit of a localization and filtration. But there have been some activists that claim the Pakistan government is attempting to censor the public. In one instance, the government banned the popular PUBG game, saying the youth are wasting time on an addictive app. So it could be that Pakistan is not happy, not because TikTok is, you know, uh, uh, not filtering their content properly, but because so many of the youth are spending the time on TikTok. Pakistan government thinks that they're wasting time. So therefore the Pakistan government says, you know what? Enough of this. I want them to go study instead. Snapchat global growth healthy. Wow, this is rare. Snapchat reported healthy growth in Q2 2020, adding 9 million new daily users. It now stands at 238 million daily active users. Broken down, the numbers look even better, actually. Uh, Global growth is up 17% year over year, with the majority coming from the rest of the world, which is outside of North Korea and Europe. This is a demo. Uh, this is a demography that um, Snapchat has been struggling with previously and working hard to get a hit on. The company had also previously started focusing on improving their Android apps. So I think it was a couple of years ago, 2018, when Evan Spiegel came on and said, you know what, we need to fix our Android apps because none of our employees and our developers are using Android and the rest of the world use are more widely used more widely using Android than iOS. So they put an effort to to improve the Android app's user experience and it has paid off, especially in India, which all social media companies are trying to get into now because it's the second largest uh, growing internet market after China. Uh, And CEO Evan Spiegel also said that they will continue to invest in app performance and localization to make their services, their service, more accessible to people all around the world. At this moment, we actually still see predominantly American media across the Discover tab of the app, which isn't that cool because I prefer to have a little bit of localized content. So uh, if Snapchat actually hopes to gain and maintain global momentum, they need to localize their content. LinkedIn slashes 6% of employees. A large part of LinkedIn's business comes from talent acquisition, and with COVID prolonged, businesses businesses all over the world are struggling to survive, much less grow. So chances are they don't need new staff, right? They're consolidating everything. So just after two months at the job, new CEO Ryan Roslansky announced that the company will have to lay off 960 roles across their global sale and talent acquisition organizations. There are also plans to unify departments and shift to a new service model for small businesses, focusing more on online connections as opposed to field sales teams. So uh, COVID is hitting them and they are transforming and they are uh, becoming more leaner. They're becoming leaner, they're consolidating and they're focusing a lot more on online connections rather than offline. And I believe that they they will not be the first one or the only one to do this, uh, more companies will continue to focus on online connections and um, starting to shut out the, the, the physical side, the offline side, or push their offline side to adopt the online versions. Alright, so that's all for Social Media Weekly this week. Social Media Weekly podcast will be on Anchor FM, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, and more. Our full videos are available on YouTube and we post bits and clips on Instagram and Facebook. This is Social Media Weekly, episode 22nd, July 2020. My name is Sean. Stay safe. Wear a mask at all times, except for if you're alone and running a podcast. Au revoir.